0: what do you think mud is
1: wet dirt
0: that's right and you know there are places where people pay to roll around like a pid like a pig
1: what's a pig what is a (laughs)
0: pig
1: oh my God! oh my God. god you are a disaster where people
0: yeah they want to climb into an actual cement bathtub full of mud and just soak themselves there under the auspices of it's pulling the toxins out of my skin Someone well you know what i got a heads, me heads up for that. you they told me your skin to... is not water soluble <laughs> you're not pulling anything out with that
1: they, they, they told so a friend of mine our video guy chris told me he's like yeah you gotta go to this hot springs in out of santa fe you can roll around in the mud and i'm like you are crazy i'm like you can do that no today
0: way. here <laughs> I'm
1: like, there's no way i'm paying anyone to be muddy anyway <laughs> okay all right it's Tracy back again with another edition of Truth, Lies, and Cover-Ups. This is one of our chat editions. We took the chats out of, for the most part, our meaty interviews. And this is where me and Alex chat about life and crime eventually. So, Alex, thanks for being here.
0: Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here.
1: Yeah. Now, Alex, for those of you who don't know him or love him yet, uh, you will. Um, (laughs) Not if I have anything to say about it. (laughs) (laughs) He is my super producer. We have been friends for years and years, and he lives just across the street from me. So we have a good time doing this. So um, there's a lot been going on that we need to talk about, Alex, a lot. Uh, First, first. first.
0: No, no, you just pipe right down because this this cannot wait any longer. Have you ever been magnet? fishing, Tracy.
1: Magnet. No. So
0: that's where. Okay, I'm a little on the.
1: Is that like Beavis and Butthead went magnet fishing?
0: You know, it it probably is. It could well be. So this is actually a thing. But I mean, just introducing that term magnet fishing, that's something I'd never heard of until recently. Uh, In the news, a Florida man takes his grandson magnet fishing. Now, what that is, you put instead of putting a hook on the end of your string, on the end of your pole, you put a magnet on there, like a really powerful neomagnet, and you drop it in the water and troll around and see what you can find.
1: I think I would like this better than regular fishing because, you know, you know how I feel about things without fur.
0: I don't know how you think about things without fur, but we're going to get into that right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do not like it. I do not like things without fur. So you
0: don't fur. like armadillos? Uh, no. No, you don't like pigs?
1: Uh, figs have a little bit of hair, but pretty much no.
0: Mm, how you feel about your uh, husband?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the day. He most days he's pretty good.
0: <laughs> most days he's fairly hairless, so I'm wondering how that. How that could I know, especially into on
1: the top of his head, especially <laughs> on the top.
0: Yeah, I mean, i mine's walking back a little bit too, but thankfully his is walking back faster. It
1: is. Mine, it is going about. like a like
0: a magnet is fast, fishing. Tracy <laughs> okay. magnet fishing right, so guy right. Florida man takes his grandson magnet fishing well, so it, it has ties to up, be in Florida of course it does he ties the magnet onto the string they throw it in the water off a bridge uh, just on a little overpass and um and if you're not familiar with this in the south you know on any given day uh a, a nice day in the in the summer or spring uh when you drive over a bridge over a creek or a river or whatever it could just be a trickle down there there's going to be somebody standing there with a pole trying to pull something out of that water now, this they case, gonna
1: eat the fi- do they eat the fish down there? Are they, are, I mean, it, are these people destitute, the ones that just like fish along a stream in the middle of, of the city? Is that the deal? I
0: don't want to leap to any conclusions, but I would say they're, they don't appear to be white collar.
1: Mm. Okay, say no more. We got it. Yeah, okay, we'll just so, leave it at that. So but I don't fish- think
0: it's out of need. Like, I, you know, I don't think they're like, I need to, you know, reel this catfish in. So i can feed my family tonight so i think it's more like yeah it's just something to do okay uh, but anyway so nonetheless uh so down in florida a guy takes his grandson fishing they throw the pole or the the magnet into the water on the pole and uh drag it around and lo and behold they attached something heavy now i i'm sure there's all kinds of crap down there and just mostly trash and you know maybe you attach to a i don't know like a, a tire rim off of a car that somebody just threw off the bridge
1: you might find a bike
0: you might however what this they found in this case was a sniper rifle no
1: <laughs> can you imagine pulling no that no kidding was it was it like wrapped in plastic was it i mean was it rusty what's the story
0: so he actually reeled in two sniper rifle receivers and the bolt carrier groups and those were wrapped in shrink wrap
1: shrink um, wrap so this was a commercial deal
0: yeah and this was well i don't know about commercial but i mean somebody clearly you know, they took the time to break the rifles down into separate pieces. Uh, so that's what they were doing here. They're throwing it off in, in several pieces, and they're wrapping them in shrink wrap. So they were they were pretty serious about trying to hide this stuff. It appears. Wow! And it really just—he was within five minutes of them getting there. They started finding these things. So this
1: was the first thing they found. Can you imagine? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know this. This is just a whole new. I mean, people do this as a hobby, uh, and we've all seen the you know the one guy who's wandering around on the beach with the you know the headphones on and the and the metal a, detector. That's metal my detector. dad.
1: My dad loves metal detectors.
0: Okay, yeah, he's well,
1: fascinated by metal detectors.
0: I think he would he would have a lot more luck with magnet fishing.
1: Um, yeah, my dad's not a fisherman. Of any he doesn't sort. have to
0: be. This he's just looking for metal underwater instead of under the ground. You don't have to dig. It's you don't have to walk brow. around with it's those headphones looking like a door. It's
1: just
0: not,
1: <laughs> not going to happen. It's not going to happen.
0: <sighs> huh. Okay. Well, that, that was my magnet story or my magnet fishing story. But literally, it was a $7,000 uh, sniper rifle. They turned it into the police. and um, uh, that $7,000.
1: That's how much those cost?
0: Yeah. These were not low-end rifles. This was huh. clearly being turned over or being... Uh, discarded for a good reason and so they've turned it over to the police the police i'm sure are doing ballistics it to see if it was involved in a crime which i don't think there's any doubt that it was involved in a crime but the well, question is being
1: bought or sold or shooting someone it's pretty easy to get a gun like that in the middle of a crime yeah, yeah. pretty
0: easy to uh, to get it into the river too and yeah, apparently not that hard to get it out
1: <laughs> well you know uh who else had some problems with uh with the river
0: the I rising the rising
1: river, Brian Laundry. Remember Brian Laundry? Oh
0: yeah. I do mm-hmm. remember Brian. So mm-hmm. what have we learned that's new about Brian Laundry?
1: Well we you've been
0: following learned. this more than me.
1: I have, and it's been a little bit, but the last report is that because you know they found his journal in an area that was normally flooded there in the Ever- Everglades.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh he wrote that he killed um Gabby Petito.
0: He actually wrote it out, he confessed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Huh. In his, in his journal. And- how do, you,
0: how do you like brian laundry
1: how do i like him yeah oh uh, i don't like know. how does
0: he does he strike you uh, in any particular way
1: uh like the videos that i saw
0: well i'm just i'm going here because the guy doesn't have a whole lot of hair
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> most human beings don't <laughs> oh my gosh no, he you have a regular, plenty and and it is always done went, perfectly went wrong
0: Went regular wrong. guy went wrong Yeah, absolutely
1: mm-hmm. yeah so mm. that so that's we can we can re- uh resolve that it is resolved
0: so i did do some poking around a little bit today i just and i ended up down the the wormhole a bit mm-hmm. uh, and this was just with googling some stuff because mm-hmm. i always do this like you know uh weird crimes of the weeks that sort of thing but oh. i did come across some interesting stuff mm-hmm. so um the fifth most common weird crime mm-hmm. is something called fly tipping
1: Fly, t- okay what is now that? tracy's is that from texas i am
0: so anything involving tipping is going to mean what cows yeah it means and, and how do you do that what does that mean for those people that have never partaken
1: well Uh, you can, I, I've never done it, but you can go and tip them over, I guess. I think you'd have to push them pretty hard to do that.
0: It it takes a running start. Not that I would know.
1: You do know. What do you know about cow tipping?
0: I know they're very heavy and you can't just like push your, on them. It doesn't work. It's like trying to push a fence over.
1: You're covering something up. I am a body language expert. <laughs> I know about deception. Spit it
0: out. Let me, let me move this camera. <laughs> let me get off screen before I lie to you. <laughs> so the number five weirdest crime uh-huh. uh, that's, that's common is fly tipping, which is... I don't know where the expression comes from. I actually looked it up, but I think it's more of a British term for things. Hmm. It's littering, fly
1: littering, fly tipping.
0: Fly tipping is is littering. So, so apparently it means to so to throw something out the window of the car just means tip to tip. So you're just throwing your trash out the car, (laughs) and if you're doing it on the fly, like you know on the wing, that's fly tipping. So you're just driving down the road. You find a piece of trash, you throw it out the window of the car. That is that's fly kind of tipping. That's
1: good, a good name. That's a little bit highbrow. That, I, I got to tell you. British what?
0: Yeah, but I like the American version of tipping better.
1: Cow tipping? Oh, it's yeah. way better. Yeah,
0: yeah, but you know, with a fly, that's something I can manage.
1: I know. I was thinking like, how are you gonna like t- tip a fly? Just kind of flick it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> First, you gotta catch him. Then you gotta flick him. <laughs> First, you gotta train him to hold still while you flick him. I
1: know. I'm like, how is this gonna work?
0: I guess you gotta do that with like little fly cookies or something. It's like, all right, hold still. Here's know. your cookie. Here's your cookie.
1: <laughs> fly tipping. Good God. Well, um, I I found um, a little something for you. You know, because I was in Texas. Both of us have been on vacation. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah and i was down in texas and you know where i went <clears throat> i went I to the, the mecca of all things texan and good i went to bucky's
0: oh you did so this is what tell us again what bucky's is
1: bucky's it's is, basically a
0: 7-eleven on steroids right
1: uh yeah it is okay. it is the world's largest gas station i guess any one of them would be considered the world's largest because they are immense and The store inside has everything that you could need from, uh, uh, Texas trinkets to, uh, barbecues to, uh, well, you know, and then they have the stuff for your car, but then there's the other side where they have barbecue, homemade fudge, and all sorts of candy. And you know what they have that I brought you beaver nuts. (laughs)
0: <laughs> beaver
1: nuts which are super popular because they are amazing and well they- i was
0: more interested in the toy that you gave me that's that's a what it's a beaver that you a stuff beaver. a ping pong ball in his mouth and then you squeeze him and he shoots the ball out of his mouth
1: yeah that was perfect for you
0: that's a winner yeah that's yeah, right and if my you look up
1: bucky's you can see this little mascot beaver he's wearing a baseball hat. he's just about as cute as he could be and um and so yeah i got i brought alex a little toy that shoots the little balls and uh out
0: (laughs) of the beaver's
1: Mm. mouth but then the beaver nuts um i uh I thought they were tasty. I brought you a three-fourths eaten bag because I knew that you would reject them <laughs> and I didn't want you to reject the whole bag.
0: <laughs> and clearly, you thought that giving me a partially eaten bag of snacks would increase its chance of being consumed, correct?
1: Well, yeah. And the thing That's that That's kind of I- like
0: giving somebody a half-eaten piece of gum. Like, oh, yeah, he's more likely to eat it if I've already, you know, broken it in for him.
1: Well, the problem that I didn't realize. I wish you'd that- stop
0: breaking in my gum.
1: <laughs> you were on a cleanse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was for like five days. It was a good cleanse. Did I go that beaver four? nuts, beaver nuts days, are kind of
1: like, um, they're, uh, they're a little bit like the closest thing would be like caramel popcorn, but not like popcorn. It's more like a rice puff thing and they're super sweet. You can't eat too many of them, but
0: so it's uh, like a a beaver flavored rice crispy treat.
1: Um, no, it's more like a beaver flavored, you know, those like that, like pirates booty stuff.
0: Yeah. But I've never actually eaten that.
1: It's like, it's like puffy, but then they put like, it's almost like maple syrup, caramel kind of on it. It's, really good if you so weren't a, on a cleanse you would it's basically
0: it. a critter cheeto is what it is
1: it's a it's sort it's of it's a
0: cheeto made of critters they grind up the critters and then Bieber, put them into a it's Cheeto. cheetah
1: like made of beavers <laughs>
0: <laughs> well uh, so why is it how do you know it's not made of beavers
1: i looked on the
0: no label. you did not look I did on the read you the label. did not read it There's i don't maybe, believe you for a second i'll tell
1: you how you can tell how good <laughs> something tastes if you can Recognize anything on the label? It tastes bad.
0: <laughs> 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 well, I would recognize Beaver. Beaver could be good,
1: but it wasn't on there. That's <laughs> I am anyway, looking at a list Is you need to go to Bucky's?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I clearly got to get on that. Uh, now I sent you. Now while I was on vacation, I was down in South Georgia, and uh, and I ran across Bucky's Kryptonite. What? And I sent you a picture of it.
1: The picture of it. Wait, was that that gas station called like Bunnies or something?
0: Bunkies.
1: Bunkies, right?
0: Yes, Bunkies. Now they're clearly not at the level of Bunkies yet. They've only got two gas pumps and they've got a lot of steel bars on the on the doors and windows, but they're an up and comer, <laughs> and I think they're going to take out bucky's any minute now. <laughs> bunkies. Bunkies. <laughs> bunkies. Kind
1: of like straight out of. Plus they had homemade
0: Brunswick stew and peanuts. Boiled boiled peanuts.
1: peanuts. I've never had boiled peanuts.
0: How is that possible?
1: Because I've been eating beaver
0: nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I need you to stop using that expression from now on. I'm telling you, I didn't just make
1: it up. It's like, right. It's on the label. Okay. So um, I have found you something else that I have yet to be able to acquire for you to help you, to help you with your dating situation.
0: Really, we need to further ridicule me in this regard. no,
1: I'm not I'm not helping you. I'm helping you. So, um, that's Idaho, how it
0: always the begins.
1: Idaho Potato Commission learned that the number one smell, most pleasant, most magnetic smell is french fries. And so they made French fry perfume. And I thought, or cologne, as you may want to call it. I thought that would be fantastic for you to help bring in the ladies.
0: Mm -hmm. So my silence should be taken as an indication that I'm actually considering this.
1: (laughs) I know. It's what you need.
0: (laughs) But I think what would happen is I would end up with somebody who's like a stage three clinger who just latches on and is climbing on my body, attempting to chew on my neck.
1: Oh, well, and, and oh, that's oh, bad you're why? Just,
0: you're so good. I mean, How I is can't that bad? An- I'm
1: telling you, it's. I have not been able to, like, find... Five- There's a
0: nice middle ground between, uh, you know, polite conversation and, you know, all out getting busy with things. There's a nice middle ground where you're right. kind of warming up and you're making that out. And, you know, it's
1: all about the fries.
0: But when the making out leads to a scenario where somebody is actually trying to eat your flesh like like some sort of deadly pathogen i this is not the date i'm looking for now i'm not going to lie and say that i haven't had that date i have with the deadly pathogen but this i'm not looking to do it again for the third time
1: well um i'm telling you i did a pretty extensive search for this uh, perfume and i did not i was not did you get it, it. No, I couldn't find it. Okay. It's all sold out. And so just um, be kind of mentally ready for when it shows up because it it could happen to you. There's
0: no way to be mentally ready for that.
1: Mm. Well, uh, you know who else wasn't mentally ready for something? Who? Because, you know, you brought a crime story. I have a crime story. Um, And there. Oh, mine's better. But go on. I don't know. I don't know. What about the nun who embezzled eight hundred and thirty-five thousand from her school? She was the principal in Los Angeles.
0: Okay, how did to the support nun her get to gambling the habit? To... The nun
1: had a gambling habit and other personal expenses.
0: Uh, okay,
1: mm-hmm. Margaret Crooper, eighty of Los Angeles, please. And she's eighty July. with. A,
0: all right, so I mean, <laughs> I, I could see that you know, twelve months you...
1: in prison. Eight hundred
0: thousand dollars is that what she said? And she's got to pay
1: it back. Yeah, she took sixty thousand a year.
0: Sixty. And would, did this just go into a slot machine?
1: All of it. Almost all of it went into the slots. Mm-hmm.
0: Into a slot. It, it, it didn't
1: say. It didn't say <laughs> how much she won back. But uh, well, they clearly were, they were having it. an audit. All, all of a sudden, here came the audit, and she just uh, melted down. And they found her.
0: Sixty thousand a year is what? Five thousand a month. Um, so, which comes out to what, $1,250 a week. So if she's going to the slot machines three times a week. She's spending what 400 bucks.
1: Well, how far uh, is it from LA to probably Vegas like
0: and four $400 hours. in so quarters. That's 1,600 quarters that uh-huh. you have to stuff into a machine three days a week. It's I mean, hard that's to a do lot of work. with cash. She must've been pretty fit from lifting all those quarters.
1: Well think about it. Sixteen hundred quarters looked, a day, three times at her a week. Here. She looks pretty robust.
0: So continue with um with beaver oh, right. bun Catholic nun with the beaver bun. Beaver bun. <laughs> uh, she's been eating
1: she's been eating beaver nuts for sure. She's there's not too much she did eat. Um, All right,
0: so I got one. She for has
1: sinned. She has sinned. She's broken the law and has no excuses. My action were Clearly. violation of my vows, my commandments, mm-hmm. the law. And above all the sacred trust that many had placed in me, I was wrong. And I'm profoundly sorry for the pain and suffering I've caused so many people. I think yeah. she's more sorry. She had to go to jail than anything else.
0: Well, I'm sure she is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm.
0: That's always the worst part. Well, okay. Um, I got one for you. You ready? Ready. This is apparently a new trend mm-hmm. that is coming up. And that is with the social media influencers. So people on Instagram, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facebook and wherever mm-hmm. tiktok I guess is the big uh, outlet for that stuff now. Uh-huh. But, um, so apparently a guy rents a Tesla Model S. Uh-huh. Now bear in mind uh, the Model S is the top of the line sucker uh-huh. uh, sedan that Tesla makes and they they start at about 90,000 and they go up to about 150,000. Uh-huh. So let's just guess it was somewhere middle of the road. Let's give it 125,000. So
1: is that the good Tesla, the Model yeah. S? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that the So one that was you the original the sedan.
0: Day? No, I drove the the Model 3 which is the cheap o affordable one uh-huh. at 50,000. And you liked it? holy cats that is a phenomenal car uh-huh. phenomenal car and i'm just scratching the surface in terms of like getting into all the logistics that you could do with that giant touchscreen on the dash which is the only thing on the dashboard it is isn't beautiful.
1: that like texting and driving though ultimately
0: well it is kind really? of that way but it does have it, it's got you know an alexa basically built into mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. so you push a button on the steering wheel and you say okay turn the wipers on you know something like that and it uh-huh. just does it for you So it's got voice recognition. So if you're moving, you can do all of that without even taking your hands off the steering wheel. Uh, So this car was absolutely amazing. But just backing up to the aesthetics of what the interior looked like, Uh there is a giant, what, what, I mean, it's probably bigger than a legal piece of paper, Uh touchscreen, and Uh that's right up on the dash in the center of the console. And then there's nothing else. There's wood grain on the dash and some leather up there. Uh And it looks like basically a very fancy uh, fireplace mantle from okay. a nice house uh-huh. and attached to it is a touchscreen. So it's it's that clean looking. Huh. Okay. And so I mean, it, kinda, it, it almost belongs in the Museum of Modern Art in just for that part alone. But uh-huh. nonetheless, everything is done through that touchscreen, virtually okay. everything, which was uh-huh. a little frustrating at first, but I got the hang of it and I figured uh-huh. out the voice control. <clears throat> okay. And then I took it for a spin mm-hmm. and that thing has got crazy acceleration. Yeah, they have to make
1: different tires for the electric cars. Do they really? Yeah, yeah. My my brother works in tires, and um, he's like a a CFO of a tire uh place, and they have to develop all these new tires for the EVs.
0: No kidding. Because
1: of the torque, yeah.
0: Okay, Mm -hmm. so just more aggressive. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, these were that. That was actually one of my two complaints with it. Uh uh, Was that the or maybe three complaints, and they're not even complaints, just things that could be done differently or better that I might change. But uh, they felt like run-flat tires, which if you don't know what those are, those are, you know, tires that you can uh, get a puncture in them and they lose all their air, but they still maintain inflation for like 40 or 50 miles. Yeah, 50 miles, yeah. Yeah, long enough to get somewhere and to get some assistance with it. But what that means is it's got a very rigid structure either inside it and, you know, the sidewalls. And the end result being that just for normal operation, a run flat tire rides quite a bit rougher Mm -hmm. than a traditional tire because it's stiffer. Right. And so, you know, the trade-off is of course, you never have to worry about getting a flat on the side of the road. Um, Well, they're they're not
1: even giving people spares anymore.
0: Yeah. You know, that's what AAA is for. That's what a can of fix a flat is for, from Walmart Walmart for 15 bucks.
1: I want to change my tire. That's what I want to do. You know what, when it's
0: snowing and dark, and you're on the side of I-70 in an Uber with a guy in sandals.
1: That did happen.
0: Yeah, you were not so excited about changing the tire. Well, you were very he, happy to see what was the man woman that pulled over.
1: Oh, uh, the the doppelganger for Melissa McCarthy and Bryson pulled over. Yes, that's
0: right. And where was she coming from?
1: Big rig truck school. The, that's uh, right. School. <laughs> and here she came, and I'm like, "Is I'm, I thought I thought I was getting punked." I really Let's did. back
0: up because. The people listening to this have no idea what you're okay. talking so here, about. Here's what
1: happened. Here's what happened. So, this has been probably what, four or five years ago. Uh-huh. And, you know, I uh, I had been traveling, speaking all around, and I was coming home. I landed at DIA and I got an Uber. I'd been gone so long that I, I just took an Uber to the airport. Or, no, no, Matt dropped me off at the airport. Okay. And then he took, Matt, Matt's my husband, he took the car home. Because he met me on part of the trip, right? That's kind of how it was. Anyway, so I'm going to get an Uber and take it home. Well, the number one car that I hate to get when I get an Uber is Prius. Prius. I hate it. I not because I have anything against the Prius. They they're but because they
0: usually drive like you.
1: I'm an awesome driver. They're loud. Like like, there's not enough insulation in them. And mm-hmm. the back seat is like sitting on the bleacher of a high school football stadium. And it is horrible. Inst- so
0: you feel I mean, every bump in the road, don't you? feel don't
1: every you? bump and you hear every bump. Anyway, so I mm-hmm. get in with this guy who's straight from Africa. Like Yemen.
0: He was from Yemen, I think.
1: I don't know where he was from. And he tried to tell me this story that he was some kind of student, and I'm like, mm, not believing it. Anyway. But
0: secretly he's a Houthi warrior.
1: I don't know. But maybe. Anyway, mm-hmm. the point is. I get in the car and we hadn't gone a hundred yards and I knew something was wrong with the car. Like I could, and, and I said, Hey, have you had this thing aligned? And he like, didn't even know what that was. Cause you know, car, car maintenance is not a thing in Africa. And, um, it, I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to tell the truth. Right. And so, and so we get from, and I'm like, okay, I just got to ride this thing out. I just got to get home. It's 45 minutes. We get to, and the thing is making all this kind of racket. Uh, hmm. from from this, what I think is misalignment. And <laughs> finally, he get, we get to I-70 and he goes, oh, did you hear that? And I'm like, what else is there to hear? I've been hearing <laughs> it like, for
0: 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and,
1: and so, and he's like, oh, and this light went on. Like, I'm like, you pulled over because the light went on? Like, not because of this disaster that we're in. Anyway, it's starting to snow. It's late at night. It's like 10 or 10.30 at night. And he is wearing sandals, kind of like akin to jellies, like like we used to wear like in the eighties. But they're but they kind of they're like stamped. They kind of look like leather,
0: but they're mm-hmm. not.
1: And it becomes very clear very quickly because when there's a flat, right? There's a flat. It becomes very clear very quickly that this guy does not know how to change a flat, mm-hmm. and he does not want a woman telling him how to change a foot.
0: Now, back up for a sec. You are standing on the side of the interstate. Yeah. I-70. And
1: it's starting to snow.
0: In the emergency lane. It was already snowing. Yeah. And uh, and you are standing where in relation to this guy at the tire?
1: So he's, he's like at the front of the car, right? I'm kind of more towards the back of the car, because we had to get all the parts out to change the tire. So my stuff is strode all, all the side of Mm -hmm. (laughs) I-70 in the snow. And he doesn't know what kind of parts you need, right? Cause you need the jack. Mm -hmm. that's just the start then Mm -hmm. you need the jack handle right the long spinny thing right Mm -hmm. and then you need the lug lug wrench so he's trying to extend the jack with the lug wrench and i'm like this i'm like okay you're doing it wrong like you can't be doing this right and so
0: what i'm visualizing is you're standing behind him and over him and watching him and saying nope nope not like that nope Um, you're doing it wrong i was trying to be
1: (laughs) subtle because it was really clear he did not want me telling him what to do but the problem was he decided that it was time to take the wheel off the car but it's i don't know why he decided it when he did but so he most of the time what you do what i do is is you put the lug wrench on so it's parallel to the ground and then you Mm -hmm. stand on it right and and that'll crack the the lug nut he puts it so it's like at 12 o'clock and proceeds to start kicking it in these little sandals that he's oh, wearing. Oh, that's bad. And I'm like, oh, no. And then he goes, that's not working. So he goes back to the jack and I and he starts because I've given him that we found the, can- the handle and he's spinning the thing up. And I'm like, no, you got to put it. You got to find the notch. You can't just. Just put it under the car and hope that everything's gonna it work pushes out. She's
0: on something good. Yeah,
1: no, and not and the so, gas tank. So anyway because you
0: don't want to jack up the gas tank. That's yeah, just doesn't and, work yeah, out well. And
1: so this whole thing is unraveling and it's going really bad. And then this white Ford escape pulls up in this mo- in, and I'm like, oh no, someone's here. I had thousands of dollars with me from book sales in cash. And um, and I'm like, this. Is This is going really bad.
0: Is this before or after you had called me and asked me to come down there and pick you up? I the called of the road? you
1: because my husband had his phone on silent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and so, but at this point I was like, I didn't know if I was going to be kidnapped or if I should stick around to get the story, so I could tell it to you, like
0: I'm it to you now. <laughs> which is worth the risk. It's absolutely worth the risk.
1: <laughs> and so, this doppelganger for Melissa McCarthy gets out. Uh, Megan, of the pickup, uh, yeah. No, uh, of the, it's a little SUV. Okay. And she's wearing the, uh, the the beanie hat, the whole thing. She's kind of heavy, and she kind of is a little too happy for the situation. And here she comes over. She goes, "Hey, can I help you guys?" And the, and the driver guy is on the ground and he will not talk to her.
0: Oh yeah. Well, two women trying to tell one guy how to change a tire. I mean, nothing could be more emasculating for a guy. It's
1: horrible. Right. And so she starts to walk off and I then yell, he needs help. (laughs) And And so she turns back around and comes, comes back around and, she gets her flashlight out on her phone and she's looking at the tire. now I have never seen the radial treads of a tire before, but I did that night and they are, uh, they're white. It turns out. And, huh, okay. and, and she was looking at it and then she looks up in the wheel well, and she's like, oh, honey.
0: She goes, she honeyed him. I see it's all downhill from the honey. She
1: she goes, You are destroying your car. (laughs) And then she looks at the jack and she goes, You are compacting the body of the car, you're not lifting the car. So at
0: that point, I'm like, Oh, "Oh, with where he put the jack, so he had just stuffed it underneath at a random spot, and not the the, jacking body
1: of the car, yeah, right. Anyway, at this time. He had called one of his friends who also drives Uber, who is also African, who doesn't speak a lot. And, and the guy's like, look, I'll take you to the hotel up the, the next exit, which is where I told you to meet me. Mm-hmm. and uh, anyway it all worked out but um yeah knowing how to change your tire turns out to be <laughs> really <laughs> important
0: <laughs> well my favorite part of that story was the uh, was that this melissa mccarthy doppelganger pulls over on the side of the road pops out of her truck walks up to this guy who's changing his tire and says you know and, and informs him that a he's doing it wrong b she just came from her class for was it big rig repairs
1: yeah big rig mechanic school
0: yeah, so I mean, if anybody is is qualified to tell whether or not you're changing a tire, well, it's going to uh-huh. be an actual professional mechanic well, you know what or mechanic said. student.
1: She said. You know, I'm one of the only people in Denver that properly knows how to set the tension of the lug nut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and do you do that with the sandal as you're kicking it in the snow? Is that apparently, the correct tension? One
1: of the ways to the
0: correct
1: <laughs> the tension, anyway. So yeah, I don't know how we got on that, but um, all
0: right. So backing up, we had talked about elect uh, or e cars. We were talking about the oh, Tesla. Oh right. And, um, And i was telling you how cool the car was well anyway i'll just briefly uh talk about that so cool thing about tesla that you can take it on a test drive you you put down your deposit when you want to purchase which is a couple Uh hundred bucks something like that Uh and then you can schedule a test drive Uh and if you schedule the test drive for the end of the day like five o'clock in the afternoon they let you keep the car to the next day oh Okay. So you get an extended test ride. So, uh, uh, so someone, you know, someone did this and, and then she brought the car over here and I got in it and I got to drive the thing. And, um, we took it up Boulder Canyon, which, uh, those that don't know that is a very twisty windy Canyon that goes, you know, 17 miles up a hill. Uh And, um, it's got great curves in it, and it's a great place to just go yeah. fast through the turns where you don't have to worry about houses or traffic or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a safe place to, to see what a car will do through turns. And I can tell you that, that the car handles very similar to a BMW 3 Series, oh. uh, meaning it sits quite flat through the turns. It's very uh-huh. predictable. It has a lot of confidence. Um, wow. And the acceleration is mind-blowing if you want to use that, but you really don't have to use it that much. So uh, my, my takeaway was that it was a fantastic car. My least favorite thing about the Tesla Model 3 were the headrests, which uh-huh. angle forward. And Tracy, this is one of my biggest pet peeves, what car headrests that push your head forward.
1: I hate that. I, you know, how
0: I, is that comfortable? Like who came up with, with the this airplanes idea? Too.
1: That, they do that, it they on
0: the airplanes and they do it on the bus on the way to the airport. It's the same the way. Bus. <laughs> yeah, I know. You sit on the side of the road with the flat tires. You do. I roll right by you on the bus, feeling all self-righteous. <laughs> Nonetheless, my favorite trick with the headrest is you—you uh-huh. know—lift the headrest all the way out of the seat, turn it around so it's facing backwards, and put it back in. And now it's angled back so that you can actually tilt your head back so that it's in contact with it, rather than it pushing your chin down uh-huh. and your head forward and the reason why that would be significant to you is ponytail
1: (laughs) i know because i understand
0: yeah so this came up in the in the test ride that apparently this is not a ponytail friendly car because it had a solid headrest and the headrest was leaning forward and this is just going to push your ponytail even further forward Yeah, it's a problem yeah i didn't realize that because my ponytail's quite small so (laughs) But how we got on Tesla (laughs) was my crime of the week. And so this is a social media influencer. And apparently this has been a thing. Tesla's had a problem with media influencers using its vehicles in dangerous ways. So for example, some guy in Los Angeles uh, recently posted something on social media. Uh, It was TikTok, something like that. Uh He had put a dog behind the wheel of a Tesla by himself Uh and set the car on auto drive. And then took video of the dog driving the car.
1: That sounds good. What could go wrong?
0: Well, the the auto drive is not meant to be one hundred percent auto drive, and you know it could it's run not? into a phone pole. But it's really, really close. You know, oh. and, and I'm sure they've got the tech now. It just, you know, there's going to be a lot of res- reticence in, in the population uh-huh. as a whole to trusting the vehicle to doing all this. But within, I swear, within two or three years, uh-huh. this will be available on most vehicles and um, dog driven cars. Well, not the dog driven but the self-driving to the point where you can treat it like your favorite car kit you know who Kit is
1: oh knight rider
0: exactly the knight rider car where he just says into the like the sleeve of his jacket uh kit come pick me up you know and so it's valet driving you know and the the car comes around so you can do that with a tesla now as i understand it
1: that like that sounds like a recipe for disaster
0: it's self-driving it's not that hard I mean we started this stuff 15 mm. years ago when cars started parallel parking for us
1: I don't like that either
0: it's I've like seen the you parallel taking- park you I should know. like it <laughs> the,
1: machi- the machines are taking over I they, they should be taking park- over for
0: you when it comes to parallel parking <laughs> so let's rather- just leave that alone
1: I would rather parallel park poorly than have a, a, <laughs> uh, some robot do it know
0: I, I yeah I see I would rather have the robot do it than end up with one wheel on the curb.
1: Hey, are you foreshadowing our video project? <laughs> I think
0: you are. We have seen you park in the video project. So we nonetheless, have. with the Tesla uh, people renting Teslas in, in Los Angeles, there was the dog guy. Well, another guy took it a step further, and he did a late-night video with several video angles taken simultaneously of a Tesla Model S. Now, that's the expensive oh. one, the hundred and, probably $140,000 car. Right. And, uh, and so they, it, it, in the video, it looks like, um, it looks like one of the city streets in the Bay area Mm -hmm. where, you know, they've got these sharp steep Hills that go up and then it levels off and it actually goes down on the other side. Mm -hmm. Um, so to any guy who's past the age of eight, you look at that and you think, I mean the first thought in your head that you usually don't say to anyone, yeah exactly. You know, if we went really, really fast up this hill, And hit the crest of this really fast. We could just clear the whole thing and then come down. Well, that's what they tried to do. How'd it go? And it looked like they were moving at about 80 miles an hour. They probably got about five, six feet of air. Uh, The car touches down. It's a rough landing, but they do stick the landing. Although clearly it's not built for that sort of landing because it bounces into. It's
1: a hazard style.
0: Exactly, it bounces into the cars on the right side of the road that are parked, Oh. and then launches over into the cars that are parked on the left side of the road. So, yeah, clearly it's totaled. So, uh, and then they just they they just left the car there. They abandoned it and pulled Did out. Did they of
1: steal there. it to start with? No,
0: Usually they rented it.
1: Oh, they rented it. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so let's talk And about then that.
0: they posted the footage of it oh, on their dumb, dumb. social media well, account. So
1: I would never want, because Hertz is trying to get you to rent uh, EVs now, like a Tesla. I would never mm-hmm. do that. How would Why I, not? in a city that I don't know, or I'm in a hurry and trying to, like, I'm mission-focused. I'm not going to screw around trying to plug it in somewhere. Like, that doesn't even.
0: But it's not like you need to plug it in every 10 minutes. I mean, you've got a range of between three and 400 miles with these things
1: still i like gas i like, I like self-driven <laughs> gas
0: so that was one thing we had to do because the uh the battery was fairly low on it when she got it uh-huh. uh we were 70 miles remaining on the battery uh and this is with us driving it somewhat aggressively you know not you somewhat we now we were very controlled with this but mm. nonetheless so uh it was down to like 70 miles and so we're like let's go you know experiment with doing the charger see what that's like So you you push a button on the little touch screen and it pulls up a map and it shows you where the closest uh, charger locations are. And then it navigates you straight there, which is right over there in 29th street mall next to um, what's the grocery store over there that everybody loves the weirdo Uh, trader. Trader Joe's Joe's, Yeah, Yeah, that, so it's right next to that. So we drove over there parked in, uh, you know, you just plug it in. Basically you pull off the, what looks like a gas station pump but there's, you know, no pump apparatus uh-huh, uh-huh. and you just put, you know, open the little fuel door on the back of the um, Tesla and you just plug it in and just How like that, do it's charging. How
1: you have to plug
0: it in? And, uh, and it gives you an update. You, you're watching it on the screen. If you get back in the car uh-huh. and it, you know, it says, okay, 73 miles, 75 miles, 78 miles, 92 miles. So, depend, and this was the low power charger. They they uh-huh. have them in twice the power. Oh. Uh, but we, you know, at that point we got out of the car, locked it up, and just walked over to um, Trader Joe's because I'd never been in there and did a lap or two. In You've there never
1: been to Trader Joe's?
0: I'd never been to Trader Joe's. What is, so that now
1: explains your life up to now. What?
0: Only part of it. <laughs> <laughs> did you buy
1: any anything in there?
0: No, we just we cruised the aisles and then headed back out. I was impressed with how wide the aisles were. <laughs>
1: is that, that's what you got out of going to Trader. You again. could
0: easily like do what a U turn with your car. bars they
1: have in there. Oh my gosh! Two buck it, chuck. Do you get any wine?
0: No, I did not. I didn't. See, I didn't that's the thing.
1: That's the thing. Is, is is is? It's a scam to get you to buy stuff because so they're like, watch this we'll put the slow charger in front of our store. So people
0: have to come in, they're not dumb. Well, if you think about it, you know, that's the question that people, that that naysayers have. Well, where are you going to find all these chargers? Well, the fact is people want chargers because it means, because typically like if you're doing a long, say you're driving across the country and you've got a car with a 350 mile range, Uh, you're going to wait till it's probably two thirds empty or down, you know, maybe to a quarter of a charge. Then you're going to find a charger and then you're just going to take a break from driving. So that means that you're going to be, you know, you got 20 minutes to kill basically.
1: Exactly. I got other things to do with that 20 minutes, like keep driving in a gas car.
0: Well, you know what, in your gas car, you're going to spend 10 minutes pumping gas, going inside, using the bathroom, stretching, and then playing around and getting lost at Bucky's. So I don't even want to hear it.
1: I, yeah, Bucky's. I I could spend some time, because uh, I have my little nephew with me.
0: <laughs> so we added a hundred miles to that Tesla in like I don't know twelve minutes something and like that. And you bought
1: that. nothing at Trader Joe's. We you- bought
0: nothing at Trader Joe's, and the the uh, expense. So it actually gives you a total on your on the charger because chargers used to be free, but now they they actually charge you. Oh, they're
1: charging, your, yeah. Oh, well, okay. they charge
0: your car, is what they do.
1: So, they put so it they're their literally card. charging
0: you with electricity. But I imagine that car is attached to a credit card, which is attached to an account somewhere. And uh-huh. when you plug the, uh, the cable in, it recognizes the car. Um, now, in order to do that with gas, basically, you'd stick the nozzle into your tank, which is kind of like sticking a tube up your butt. And then the tube somehow says, OK, I recognize this, butt. we'll put this on <laughs> Tracy's account. Now that works with electricity. It does not work with a gas I'm nozzle. I'm
1: fine. I can take the card and stick it in a little slot thing. How much did it cost you?
0: Uh, $4. $4.
1: Okay. Well, okay.
0: That so was over a hundred miles that we, uh, that we added to the vehicle. For so that $4. would be
1: a hundred miles in my car would be what? Like three gallons. Let's say
0: four. Yeah. It'd be about four. Cause you're yeah. going to do about 25. Yeah. Um,
1: 25 or so
0: yeah. with your putting around. And, uh, and so, yeah. So at current rates, that would be roughly $20.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, that's sort of better. But see, I would I would contend that you, if you had p- been paying more attention, would have spent that twenty dollars at Trader Joe's. Well,
0: if I had wanted anything at Trader Joe's or if I was hungry, then, yeah, I probably would have done that. But anyway, so that was the story of our Tesla drive and, uh, and how the charging works. And these charging stations have I mean, there's probably a dozen of them just in Boulder and we're not a big town. So they are popping up everywhere and they'll continue to pop up. And what will end up happening? Is all these gas stations that have invested in large uh, convenience stores because that's where the real money is? They don't make mm-hmm. a lot of money on the gas. Yeah, they don't make money. Um, they make money when you come in and buy a three dollar Coke, something like that. That costs them fifteen cents. So, uh, and then of course there's Bucky's who are putting on Broadway shows inside there.
1: Hey, uh, I am a stores. fan. I am a lifelong. We're getting a Bucky's in Colorado. I can't wait. I'm going to be the first one there.
0: These are the perfect places for a charging outlet.
1: Mm, I don't
0: know. And think about it this way. It's a whole lot cheaper than putting in fuel tanks underground that hold, you know, hundreds of thousands of gallons of fuel and have to be replaced like every 10 years, uh, which means digging up the ground and ripping these things up. Not to mention the pump maintenance, not to mention the people that try and drive off with the pump hose still stuck in their gas tank.
1: Here's our deal. If. The Bucky's goes in our new Bucky's, and they have charging stations. I will start to begin to consider an electric vehicle. How about that? I
0: think that's a I think that's a good bet. In fact, let's take it a little further. Hmm. I am willing to bet you that the Bucky's that they are building on the I twenty five corridor in Colorado, the newest Bucky's, mm-hmm. um, which is roughly Jonestown, I think, uh, is Johnstown. going yeah. Jonestown. Yeah, it's going to have chargers
1: what is our bet then i thought it was I, pretty good that i wouldn't even consider an electric vehicle i thought that was a good bet that is very big deal bet but what
0: you're still you going to consider it if that's the case but now we're going to we're going to add some consequences to this um, <laughs> oh let's go with um i well i like push-ups you know 100 push-ups oh, God. but with for you how we, much time no, with you, it's going to be different. It's going to oh. be a wall sit. Do you know what a wall sit is? I know is? what
1: a wall sits are. I've done a lot okay. of wall sits.
0: Okay. Five minutes of wall sit. I, oh,
1: that's another The I'm
0: loser gets five. Okay. Loser okay. gets 10 minutes of wall sit.
1: Oh, all in one?
0: No, it's five minutes at what? Because okay. five minutes of wall sit is I can long. I I 10
1: minutes wall sit right
0: now. Really? Probably. Okay. I'm willing to bet you 100 push-ups that you can't do a 10-minute wall <laughs> sit right now. <laughs>
1: We'll work on this a little bit later. <laughs> and on that note, chat with Tracy and Alex. We have not solved all the world's problems, but we I haven't
0: we solved have, a single freaking solved, problem, know, Tracy. No, I
1: think we've solved most of them.
0: Do with this. So,
1: on that note, like I said, we're not going to do these very often. But thanks for sticking with us, having a little fun, and Tracy and Alex. We are signing off.
0: See you later.